gentlemen, we're in for an incredible night. Oh, we're taking it up a notch. Content creator is a role that every supplier now needs to take on. What is a wedding day content creator? And people will tell you what they like seeing on your content. You know, put things like that on your stories. Two million, 1.9 million, loads of millions of views. TikTok specifically, do you get inquiries through that? If you are a business in the wedding industry, I can't recommend TikTok enough. A negativity. This, there has been negativity. I'm not going to lie, I've, I've sat in my car and cried a good few times. Two things that you need to do on your next post. I don't need to do anything else, just do these two things. When you're working at a wedding. Hey, be sure you stick around because we're only getting warmed up. If it, if it doesn't do well, I'll delete it tomorrow. It's fine, I'll delete it in the morning. And when I woke up, no way to lie, I had 171 emails in my inbox from this one TikTok video. Can I jump? Yeah, I'll start and you do a little bit. Okay, you add it in. How are we doing, guys? Welcome to another episode of Think Wedding Business. And I'm, you know, I think we should call this one Think Wedding New Business, only because the lovely person we're talking to today has entered the industry with a new concept, something that I'd only come across this year. It's really interesting, um, and I think it's going to be quite big. It's very witty. I think it's going to be big. So, Adam, you do the rest. You well, do the other bit of. Interest. I just want to start because. On the last episode with the word is love, they ended theirs with a question. And the question was, how do we improve on TikTok? Which is, I think is on a lot of people's minds at the minute. And it's this, yeah. with the landscape of social media changing into um, reels, TikToks and, and content. What's TikTok? Exactly. And every, it's important, but nobody has a clue. So luckily for, for them, hopefully, and exciting for us today, we've got Mrs. Bunn, wedding content creator. Yay. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, yes, yeah, great. It's great to have you on. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to talk about just that, all those things, social media, but also wedding content creation is obviously it's a it's I mean it's new to me. You you tell me, but I've only discovered it this year and it seems to be blowing up as a new thing that brides and grooms can can have. Um yeah. I mean just tell it well, I, sh I should introduce you as Melissa, Mrs. Bunn, wedding content creator. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can you just tell us what a wedding day content? Because I, I feel like content creator is a role that every supplier now needs to take on. We all need to be creating sure. content for social media, for marketing. But to offer it to couples, what is a wedding day content creator? Yeah, so obviously... That's the right title. For sure, yeah. Wedding content creation is kind of, I mean, it's taken the industry really by storm. I only started this in January and I'm fully booked for this year. Um, it's definitely something that's kind of caught people's eye. Um, and, and I think filled a void, really. So I think kind of in its simplest terms, it's um, like a person or a team that goes to people's weddings and they capture everything on an iPhone, um, capturing all that like really raw content, everything that kind of happens in that day, all the behind the scenes. Um, and obviously it has so many, you know, more elements to it. It means that guests and bridesmaids and bridal parties and things can go fully present. You know, they can fully immerse themselves in the day without worrying about making sure we capture this. You know, a lot of people find social media, you know, really interesting um, and have like followings and things on there as well. It's, it's definitely not just for couples who are really into social media. I think it's more of a memory maker. Uh, there's obviously so much that happens in your day and, photographers videographers they capture it you know in such a professional and beautiful way but there's definitely that kind of element missing of that behind the scenes and those really raw moments obviously then it's it's quite immediate people get it the next day so that really helps sort of fill that void you know the the wedding blues hit quite soon after the wedding and 
obviously professional images and things can take a while to come back understandably so it's, yeah. it's about having like those memories sort of as soon as possible really that you can be able to relive share with friends and family you know they can share it and things like that um and yeah just just not really missing anything while still capturing it from quite a creative angle and i think that's what's important about it obviously yes you can ask a bridesmaid a groomsman a family member to capture your wedding on an iphone of course you can i think for me i wouldn't have personally wanted one of my guests glued to their phone all day you want them to really enjoy the day and I think even when you go for like a brunch with your friends or a birthday party you find that you don't really take a lot of content when you're there because you just enjoy it so I think there's something about when you're really enjoying a moment and you're really immersed in it that you forget to sort of capture that so I think when it's such a big day as such as like you know obviously a wedding day you just really don't want to miss anything and it, it goes so fast that you know, there's, there's certain things you can watch back the next day and think, oh, I remember that happened. I remember when you said that. Oh, do you remember we were giggling about that moment? And it's really kind of not missing a thing is how I sort of put it. I feel like you're selling it to me. <laughs> <laughs> selling. That is so me, good. Hit, you know, it's, funny, it's funny you should say that because for many, many years, I am a singer, I, I'm an entertainer, performer. And that is my role in the wedding. I host the day and do the, you know, entertain people and, and sing and all that kind of stuff. But for many years, I always used to take my little GoPro with me. I still do it now. And just do little bits of snippets of the day and make a little film. And then they use it the next day, the day after that, I'd put it on social media and it would go berserk. People would, people would follow it. They'd, they'd tag the friends in it. And it's very unprofessional, but it's just a little a little view of their wedding day, which people want to see instantly. And it really works, you know? So it's kind of taking that concept to the next level and getting all those little bits and making cool little movies, a little little sections of the day. Yeah, and exactly that. I mean, the technology's kind of caught up as well, hasn't it? Because iPhones are incredible now. So oh, yeah. And get some really good quality stuff. From- I mean, and... Yeah, like if you if you look at the reels and things I take, you know, they look great because obviously you have got, I suppose as a wedding content creator, you do have to have a little bit of an R, you know, I don't think anyone can just pick up a phone um, and film, you know, in a certain creative way. But at the same time, like you said, it's, it's about being a little bit more rough and ready. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to look immaculate. It's about more being able to relive the moments rather than having everything look absolutely pristine. Obviously, if it looks great as well, then that's a bonus. But I think, yeah, yeah it's just it's just about memories. Like every, you cannot get enough memories from your wedding day. I that, don't believe that that's possible. You know, it's beautiful. That key thing that you said about, it means that bridesmaids don't have to take that on board themselves and you get in the guests, exactly. which like that would be the key thing for me is that because I would want everyone to just turn the phones off and enjoy themselves. And you yeah. see it in ceremonies, like a lot of couples say, don't use your phones in the ceremony because everyone's just watching through an iPad or or whatever. Yeah. And you can understand the temptation to ask oh, people sure, to yeah. do it at the same time because, you know, you do want to be able to relive those moments, don't you, at the same time? So you understand the temptation of asking somebody to do that for you. And, you know, oh, even with the unplugged, I totally agree. I think an unplugged ceremony is is a definite for me but I think at the same time I do understand why some people say you know can you capture this can you capture that so I think just having people fully immersed and being able to enjoy the day with you is, is gold dust really and I think as social media continues to move forward and become more important in people's lives and things like that then 
you can just see why this is a necessity really so that you can bridge that gap between having those memories and also allowing people to just have a great time the time um that pe people get on board with that so if the couple have said we've got a content creator don't get your phone out it's covered yeah yeah i don't out. They do, they do. There are, there are still some, but I definitely think it's reduced from where, you know, it, I find that a lot of my couples will put it on their website and things like that. And they'll say, don't worry about taking content. You know, we've got a content creator. And I do see like, confetti shots, for example. Now I'm kind of filming it and they can see that person on the phone, on the gimbal. People tend to just put their phones away. It's quite nice, really. It's definitely reducing. <laughs> you see, you with it because I mean, I, obviously I'm being a videographer. They know that me and the photographer are there, but they st yeah. like that's a different thing isn't it whereas if they see you with a phone they might go oh we yeah. someone's doing it on the phone we don't need to i know and it's it's like oh you still you guys have still got it in hand you know you're capturing it 10 million times better than what an iphone is going to capture it however there's still that gap and people still want that iphone footage no pressure either <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you, you're right obviously like my film's you know eight weeks ten weeks after the wedding and maybe yeah. a little teaser a few days after but then the rest down the line and it's a sit down film and you make it a, a night of it and and couple and that's still important same with the photos but yeah. i can appreciate the immediacy with my sister got married earlier this year and i don't know if like you know at breakfast the next morning yeah and we would like everyone's at breakfast buzzing from the night before reminiscing and the videographer put just a 10 second thing he sent it across and we were just watching it all morning like ah nice. but nice. imagine have it so what is it you deliver um, so I deliver all raw footage to start with um, and they usually get that kind of by the next morning really so I upload that overnight um, and then they get absolutely everything I've taken so there's there's parts that may look a bit more rough than others and but to them that's a memory so that's like a core memory you know there might be something really important in that clip or a person that walks into that clip you know parents and things like that so they get absolutely everything so then they've got the choice whether they want to make make their own content with it as well yeah and then depending on the package that they go for they get a certain amount of reels that are, are created for them and again they get that within 24 to 48 hours completed yeah i think like that's that if we had that after chloe's wedding like oh, hundreds God. of clips everyone would have been like oh my god isn't yeah amazing. absolutely you spend all day looking at it and you're still in that bubble i, I do get it exactly. I, from a, I find it really really inspiring that you've taken a new idea and a new concept come into the wedding world, because it can be a little bit insular. Um, mm -hmm. Certain people st are stuck in the ways. And to, to, for you to take that new concept and make a thriving business out of it is amazing. What made you, you do it at the start? What gave you the inspiration to do it? Was it something from your own wedding? Did you see the gap in the market? Or were you in, do you have a background in social media? What made you kind of take this little concept and think, I'm going to offer that at weddings because it's going to work? I mean, it has been difficult. I think bringing something new in is always a challenge for sure. But I do really believe in this and I really believe it makes a difference to people. So I've kind of, you know, took that in my stride. I come from a very non-wedding background. Um, I've actually been a teacher since I left university. So I did 10 years in teaching primary schools. Uh, so I have zero wedding experience until I got married last year myself. Um, I had the best day of my life, amazing. And I really did find that you know, shout out my photographer and videographer. I had um, Daniel Ackerley and I had White Emotion and they were 10 out of 10. I could not have asked for more from them. Um, 
but there was a, there was this void definitely after i remember we we drove home the next day and we, i remember sitting on the sofa and thinking oh, i can't wait to look at everything you know and we we started to look through what people had sent us and you know there was a blurry picture and then there was one where i was doing a funny face in it and i thought oh gosh okay that's fine we'll wait and see what everyone else has got and you know what it was like nothing came <laughs> it just went very quiet because our wedding was real fun that's how i'd kind of like sum it up it was great fun we had really quirky things going on there quite unique elements and people were so immersed in it which i'm so grateful for that they were but it meant that nobody kind of took many pictures and videos. So the next day afterwards, it felt like there was a little bit of a gap between obviously us receiving anything. We were lucky to receive some teasers from our photographer. Um, so we could upload obviously, you know, like a little picture on socials and things, but we just found that really quite difficult. And then as kind of time moved on, there was a few videos that um, people had taken at the venue and things like that. And I started a TikTok. So that's kind of how it all began really. Um, I started to upload some videos from my wedding, just being like, hey, this was my wedding. Like, what do you think? And people really engaged with it. Like they they loved it. It was obviously I kind of broke a few wedding rules as such. So I think that kind of caught people's attention. And the more that I started to put things on and talk about it, the more I started to build a, like a little wedding community that knew me as Mrs. Bun. And that's kind of where it all became for like, like that it all started. Um, I then started working with a company called Etiquette Events. Um, an amazing styling company and I just started to work on their TikTok with them and I was doing like little wedding tips and things like that um, and then I actually started to go out styling with them on like a weekend you know adding on to teaching Monday to Friday so that was I loved it I absolutely loved it and I thought this wedding world you know I think it's for me <laughs> um, <laughs> I really loved everything about it I loved the planning journey I loved the people I loved the community I, re I really did and I think my teaching career, if I'm honest, it, I, I felt quite unhappy for a while. I kind of knew it was coming to an end, but I had no idea what else to do. So I had this idea and I will say it was an idea at the time. I remember saying to my husband, James, Mr. Bunn, I remember saying to him, like, I bet you could actually go and like film content for people and like make reels and things. And at the time when I was saying this, you know how that your phones listen to you and things, something came up on TikTok. Um, and it was like an Australian girl and she was actually filming a wedding on a phone. And I was like, wow, okay, like this, this is a thing, it started. And I kind of just watched it unfold for a couple of months. It started in Australia. I started then seeing it in America. Obviously things are very different um, in the UK, how you know weddings look and how they work and things like that. But I for sure thought, you know, there's something in this um and as I was kind of like starting a website and I, I really was starting a website at the time and, and chatting about it I put a TikTok on and I thought I'm just gonna put this TikTok on and talk about you know this is what I'm thinking about doing what does everyone think and I said to I said to James you know if it, if it doesn't do very well I'll delete it tomorrow it's fine I'll delete it in the morning and when I woke up no way for I had 171 emails at my inbox from this one TikTok video that just said this is what I'm thinking about doing what does everyone think so I knew at that point this could be something and then around this same time there was a girl in Scotland called Social Brides Club who also had started so we kind of like started talking and saying like wow we're just going to give this a go like let's let's kind of just go for it and and I did I just I, I I genuinely the first day back in September at school I handed my notice in and I just went for it I threw myself in at the deep end I did my first wedding in November I did three free weddings to get go and get to know 
how it works. And after that, that was it. <laughs> now here I am fully booked. The end of last year. So this is like a year on. Yeah, it's literally it, like within days, it's it's a year, yeah. But I hadn't I hadn't actually finished teaching until the end of December, so haven't even been out of that for a year yet, which is absolutely crazy. And I've done seventy four weddings now, so yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think this podcast is for anybody out there who maybe has got an idea and is holding back on actually giving something a try. This yeah. is for those people, yeah. And yeah. how to use the social media to make it blow up. Um, so so, well, so, cool. so so you did your wedding and you just in, enjoyed that wedding world and bubble and made a TikTok account and then you're helping people plan theirs and then that audience allowed you to say I'm, sure. I want to do it and yeah you had such a good response from it <laughs> yeah I actually think like my fir the first weddings that I booked don't get me wrong out of those 171 emails I probably turned over about 10 of those weddings <laughs> because like obviously when you're new to it I remember my first phone call with a couple and I must have been like uh, 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 I was just so, like nervous and it just it just fits into place it, it really does and yeah I think my first sort of bunch of clients that I actually you know secured were people that knew me from TikTok so I'd turn up at their wedding and they'd be like hey Mrs Burns like look yeah. this and I actually find that a lot of my couples now they do things that I had at my wedding as well and it's that's exactly why I do my TikTok is I put inspiration on there from my own wedding from other weddings that I see and you know say to people this was really great like if you want to do it go and do it you know that's I, I really do try and build a community on there. Mega. It's ace, and it is, it is like what you said about this this woman from Scotland. So you guys are obviously at the forefront of this content creation thing in the UK, um, but it, it does seem like because there's I've noticed a few now, and I'm following a few content creator profiles on Instagram, um, and it, yeah. you all seem to kind of know each other, and it does seem like a real community thing because it's a new concept. It seems yeah. like they're all propping each other up and supporting each other, which is really nice. Don't know if that is definitely. No, no, that is definitely the case. Um, another one of the content creators actually in the UK, um, she started like um, a Facebook page for us all, and we kind of jump on there and we support each other. And you know, there's there's many things that crop up every week. You know, there's little niggles and things that we're all trying to kind of iron out. Um, and, and we really do support each other on there. And I think it's really nice. You know, there's more than enough work for everybody, and we can all support each other and be really positive towards it and help each other. So yeah, it's lovely. It's a nice community. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I was just so, going to ask, how have you found this year seventy something weddings in in the year? How have you how have you dealt with that? Yeah. Have, you, has it, have you learned I mean, where the limits are, or is that can you? I mean, it's I don't. It'd be totally different to me. I couldn't take on seventy. Um, so. I mean, <laughs> I've still got, I think, about another 15 to go. And wow. I have absolutely loved it. I have. I think the difference, obviously, with, with us and, you know, photographers, videographers and things, we don't have that edit afterwards as such. Obviously, we do have some editing. But, yeah, I mean, within 48 hours, that wedding, you know, is, is, is kind of complete. Yeah as far as admin goes so we do have obviously the luxury of being able to probably do more weddings and I, you know I'm, I'm surprised how many weekday ones that, I, that I've actually picked up um, and it's been great so you know asking me today loved it if you asked me mid-September I don't know if I'd have answered because I was so tired but <laughs> I probably overdid it slightly in August and September but you do learn and I think for next year I've kind of said right actually from this year what have I learned I've learned that probably four or five in a row isn't a good idea um, 
Been there, been there. We know. We know. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you have. Should be the heads up, guys. Come on. Day four, you just kind of you don't know where you are. You're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, and you know you have to be so energetic, don't you? You're so energetic, and you're so you know every wedding. I absolutely love them. Like I still cry at ceremonies. I really do at the vows and things like that. But I think that you're just so enthusiastic, and you're just so happy for the couple and to be there for the day that yeah by the fourth day you are lacking energy slightly and I found that like my diet wasn't great because you're just eating rubbish aren't you trying to keep going so yeah learn a lot learn a lot you do first year you've got to throw yourself into it and just take on what you can because that'll lead into next year's work and you'll get referrals mm -hmm. and stuff and it's yeah. it is intention you learn lessons from it and you learn your limits but that's kind of well, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about that because we always try and bring it back with the podcast. We always try and give loads of, loads of good advice for people who want, mm -hmm. you know, some inspiration with their marketing, how to get more bookings, and we always try and bring it back to that kind of educational stuff. So I was gonna ask you how, how do you get your bookings? But that's quite obvious because it's all mm -hmm. most of it. I imagine is social media. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask that, you know, some of your strategies that you do. But do you get bookings from anywhere else? Is it has it literally been social media and then word of mouth from there onwards? Yes. Um, if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I did join um, like an online sort of platform, um, but I, I've actually since kind of removed myself from that. I wasn't finding I was getting much work from it at all. Everything has kind of come from social media. So Instagram and TikTok, I haven't actually put any more money into marketing at all other than my website, um, which don't need to. is amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of the time as well, like a lot of things come from Instagram and obviously can give you some kind of tips on I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, a professional at that or anything, but, you know, things that have worked for me, I'm, I'm more than happy to share. But I think a lot of it is word of mouth as well. You know, I work with some amazing photographers, some amazing videographers, but actually they are now getting asked, you know, who do you recommend? And I've worked with some incredible people who are, I'm on their suppliers list now. I'm on a few venues suppliers list. So it just, a lot of it is word of mouth, especially with something so new because people are, you know, they really trust their media team you know they really trust their photographer their videographer and I think actually as for me you know I, I've had some challenges in that in, in that area but, but they're you know you guys are the people that they're asking I find and um, I think content creation is slowly creeping up the list of book like people to book in order but at the moment I would say you know obviously the people are booking their photographer and videographer and I do recommend doing that first um but yeah you guys as well you know you're you're the ones that are shouting shouting for us as well so, so that's amazing are you, are you conscious that you're like yeah your kind of main referrals suppliers wise is going to be photographers and videographers and and then you I would say those three yeah I mean I, I do get asked you know through people start I have people that message me and say oh my my, um, my wedding dress uh boutique has, has mentioned you you know there's, there's a few places that you're like oh wow and you know like a florist and styling companies photo booths even but I think the main sort of if you're if you're going word of mouth it's going to be people that you know that have got married a lot of the time I come away from a wedding with someone else that's getting married and they're interested in their what, what have you been doing today like oh can I contact you and then I get that I've, I've done a wedding now for a family where I've done three people in that same family. So in the same year. So nice, I think, nice. yeah, it's a lot of it is word of mouth and a lot of it is social media. And, and, it, and it has to be, obviously, because that's where we're kind of placed, aren't we, really? This is, I mean, as a content creator, it's, it's, it's great for you because you're what you do it's at a wedding. You, yeah. you can just go straight to social media like for, for like yeah. you, you to put content on. Like that's an extra thing. Whereas you're just yes. doing it anyway. Yeah, um, so yeah. 
I mean, I, I want to get onto the relationships with suppliers and, and the wedding day itself as, as well. Yeah. Um, but just whilst we're still on socials, um, so I'm looking at your TikTok now. You've 51,000 followers on TikTok. You've got 11,000 something on Instagram, I think. Um, and some of these yeah. videos on your TikTok have had 2 million, 1.9 million, like individual reels, videos, whatever you call them, loads of millions of views. Mm-hmm. It's TikTok specifically, do you get inquiries through that? Is that a, a big Yes, I do. Following, I'm just wondering how relevant that audience is and whether you get inquiries through that. I kind of see, so Instagram and TikTok for me are very, very different platforms. And I do keep things a little bit separate on there. So yes, I do get inquiries through TikTok. I would definitely get more if I marketed myself more on there, for sure. But with my TikTok, I try and keep it a little bit, not separate, but that's more of my community. So they're the people that I just want to help with their weddings. I just want to give them inspiration. I don't particularly want to sell myself to them. I want to just give them all the ideas and and help them out a little bit. Um, It's a minefield TikTok. It really is a minefield. And I think Instagram for me is more of where I put a lot of my work. I do more of my marketing. It's a little bit more, not professional, but it doesn't, everything looks a certain way on Instagram aesthetic is really important to me and things whereas TikTok you can kind of throw something on it doesn't need to look perfect and things like that so yes if if you are a business in the wedding industry I can't recommend TikTok enough if I'm honest I think you have to give it a go you have to learn with it I'm working with um a amazing like venue um well they've got six wedding venues actually so I'm working with them at the moment and we put our first video on there yesterday and it got like 3,000 views and I was like yes that's amazing but even if they turn over one percent of that for an inquiry you know that that's amazing so I think you've just kind of got to give a bit of go with TikTok I think people love people on there so show your face show what's really going on um and that's just kind of what I try and do so yeah that's how I kind of keep the two but they do cross over sometimes as well tiktok's more just personal stuff throw yourself on there instagram's a bit more polished i think so. I, I personally think so yes i think yeah keep keep your instagram really polished and i think with your tiktok you can just be a little bit more informal a little uh, you don't have to make oh, things look as perfect yeah mm, yeah fun and I imagine most of the inquiries will probably come through Instagram then in regards to TikTok, but the but the collaboration of the two really work hand in hand. TikTok for me is one of those places, it's just a bit of fun. You want to see a quick video, have a bit of a laugh, get a bit of inspiration, but anything that's going a bit more serious, i.e. making a booking, you're going to go into Instagram and the websites and stuff, but it's maybe just, Instagram. I'd I'm, say. I'm, I mean, I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on, I'm not doing anything on TikTok. So yeah, when it came out around the COVID sort of time, 2020, and I jumped on early when everyone was just, started doing little silly dances and stuff and i remember at that time in 2020 there was conversations in videography groups yeah it's just for kids it's a fad it's it's pointless and you mm-hmm. can get, get really good reach and really good views really easily uh because yes. a lot of content to the algorithm um but everyone was like yeah but it's irrelevant it's just kids like nobody's but i especially now like my fiance at home she goes on tiktok and she uses it for recipe ideas for baby weaning ideas for home inspo and you see a lot of wedding planning inspo on there you do yeah yourself um and i just think it's it's getting to a point where that this demographic my people my age women especially are using it for inspiration for various everything 
Yeah, and I and I do. I, I think it's so. It's it's great to hear that you are getting inquiries from it, and I think that it is definitely. I agree. It's something that I mean, I need to start pushing everyone. Honestly, I? right? I've been I've been singing for nearly twenty years. I went on Instagram not long after it started, and I've only got about five thousand followers. You've got eleven thousand since last no. Like was it last November you started us? Sorry, no. Last when did you start? I can't remember. But it's a very short space of time. You've got all those followers. Yeah. Like God, it's amazing what it's- you. I was going to ask you, do you offer that? Maybe it's a little bit separate from the wedding. I was going to ask you. Do you offer this as a service for other businesses as well? Is it something you do? Yes. So I offer it for suppliers and venues. So I'm actually working with a venue next week, creating some content for their social media. Um, But I offer it for suppliers as well, so I can shadow you for the day. For me, like, obviously, you guys, when you are at work, you are working, you know, trying to get behind the scenes of yourselves as well. It's, it's virtually impossible, isn't it? Yes, you can attach a phone to your camera and things like that. You can do a lot of cool reels, like, you know, the moment versus the photo and things like that. But I always think when you're booking a supplier, you kind of want to see who they are and what a better way to do that than to see them at work. So I, I do yeah. work with suppliers as well, shadowing yeah, them. It's hard to do it yourself when you're in there, like you say, you're actually working. So I could hire you to come with me and do some content creation for me when I'm working on a wedding, as long as the bride and groom are obviously Absolutely. cool. That is, that is a, do you actually transition into other businesses as well, apart from weddings? Um, so I do get a lot of inquiries for other things like events and PR and things like that. But to be honest, I'm that chocker with weddings. I haven't taken any more on yet yeah. quite a bit. You're like me. I just, so, yeah. I, I love weddings and I'm busy with weddings. So yeah. I, just, I just turn my hands <laughs> up everything that's not weddings. I <laughs> 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 bring it, one thing, try and bring it back to it the lesson, right? Somebody's, they're not tried TikTok before. And they need to do a little bit more on Instagram. What posts work really well? What would you recommend to do? I know that, I mean, we always say, look, just do it and you learn on the job and keep going. But have you got any sort of strategies or any advice for somebody who's not that prolific on the social media, Instagram, mm-hmm. TikTok? What would you say to them? This this is it. This is a great thing to post or here's a bit of direction. What is, would you is, is TikTok just the video the real type videos or is there other is there different types of stuff you can post on tiktok there's this there's such a variety now i think like you were saying you know years ago when it was sort of covid times it was about going on there putting dances on there and things like that wasn't it tiktok are definitely moving more towards like an seo kind of uh, platform now so like you were saying you know people search recipes on there if you go into tiktok and search wedding content creator uk you know i can bet you i'm gonna come up and there's 10 top 10 other content creators that are going to come up so it is kind of like a, a google search as such now is how they want it to work they you can do up to 10 minute videos and things on there now so you know they love that youtube kind of look there is i think the best thing you can do with tiktok is kind of find your niche find what you like to talk about find what you like to do for me when i first started i was like i'm not going to put dances on because that's just not a bit of me like but when once I found you know my wedding and I loved my videos, I thought, you know what, I love this. I'm going to put that on, and then you'll see if people engage with it or not. And I think you kind of just have to play around with it a little bit and see what you like. But if you're not enjoying it, other people won't enjoy it because people like people, and people want the people are nosy, right? I'm nosy. I want to know what people are doing with their lives. So I think 
find your niche and kind of roll with that first is what what I would sort of say so find what you're comfortable with you know find what you enjoy doing if it's wedding tips if it's recipes if it's um like workouts and things like that if that's a bit of you just try it I mean there's so many people on there now you know doing the same things but I would just say get your face on there get your voice on there let people know who you are a little bit well, I mean, Maria, we always advocate that, don't we, for any supplier, not just showing the products, like if you're a florist, just showing pictures of flowers, like yeah, get, get yeah. yourself on there. Um, yeah. So in your case, because I've seen a lot of your your TikToks, uh, you voice over into footage from stuff from a wedding and you're doing the voiceover. Yeah. So that's that's kind of yeah. is that where you found your rhythm and you like making that type of, you like doing the voiceover bits as opposed to being on camera sort of thing or yeah i mean i I do i do the on-camera stuff as well but we've we've just started like a little series on there called married but still dating and we found actually that fits really nicely with the content that i make because i'm talking about weddings all the time i'm talking about before your wedding i'm talking about after your wedding and actually part of after your wedding is you know still going on fun dates with your partner and things like that so we've we've just started branching out a little bit um and like i said people people I, i put things on my instagram all the time like what do you want to see on here and people will tell you what they like seeing on your content, you know, put things like that on your stories um, and ask people what they want to see. A lot of people put on mine, we want to see what you're doing in your normal life. So, all right, I'll show you the owl. I'll show you what I bought at Aldi this week if you like, you know. I think people just want to see things. It's be- so bizarre because I put reels on Instagram and I think one of my best performing reels is when I was on holiday with the kids. Yeah. Another one where I've got the glass. And we, oh no, an empty hand, and we're in that. I think we're in Manchester Airport, and we're walking down a corridor, and then we're on the plane with our hands. Oh yeah. Forward, and then we go and pick up a glass in Spain, and it's like, well, that got me the most views, and I've been putting wedding video stuff out for bloody years. Yeah. But it people is, want to see the personal side, don't they? Obviously, share what you do, business, like share what your services, videos, yeah. DJ, and be, and, and be clever and, about and, it. Bring in every now and again, bring in your personal life is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and and be clever about it as well. Like if you're like when I, when I put things on, sometimes I'll say, oh, this cool thing I saw as a wedding content creator. So even though I'm talking about someone else's wedding, I'm still saying, well, actually, the reason that I've seen that is because I'm a wedding content creator. So if someone's looking for a wedding content creator, they're going to hear that and go, oh, she's a wedding content creator. Oh, so that's the SEO thing. Yeah. It's play, is it? Yeah, exactly that. I think, yeah, keywords, you know, you can, you can, but the only thing I would say with TikTok, sometimes, you know, it's it's a frustrating platform in the sense that you can do everything they tell you to do and your video will pick up 300 views. You know, it's sometimes it's potluck, but I think you've got to not let that get you down. You just got to keep going, keep going, you know, and, and see what works. I, I can see very clearly that people really like the videos where I do the voiceover and I show them fun ideas from people's weddings. People like that. So I continue to do that and drop in other things here and there. I suppose that's the same for Instagram, right? It's the same sort of principles. Instagram is definitely like, you know, I think with Instagram, I was working with a photographer the other day and he was like, oh my God, I don't know how to do Instagram. Help me, help me. And I said, right, I'm going to give you two things that you need to do on your next post. I don't do anything else. Just do these two things. He was like, okay, I said, when you're working at a wedding, I said, you're working with a makeup artist, a hairdresser, a a venue stylist, you know, a cake maker. You're working with so many people, utilise them, tag them in your posts and say, look at my photos from this wedding. You might find that one of them will say, oh, can I use that? Or even just they'll engage with it. They might say, oh, great photos. That was such a nice wedding day. I said, and then you're getting your name out there. So I said, tag the people that you're working with, 
tag the venue and put the location on there. I said, because straight away then other couples that are getting married at that venue, you've got to think people probably book their venue before they book their photographer. I said, so they're going to look on that venue. Who's worked there previously? You want to make sure your name is there in black and white for them to see, you know. They will look at their venue supplies list, but most people are looking at Instagram. I personally found all my supplies through Instagram, every single one. Um, so that's how people are looking. So you just got to get Isn't get it? your name out there. Yes. It sounds, I mean, it sounds fairly uh, like obvious, but it's something that it's just remembering to do it consistently yeah. every time. Yeah. Something that, you know, I like, you know, tagging all supplies in. That's something that I've always known to do, but I don't yeah. guilty of not doing it all the time. Sometimes mm. I forget or... Yeah. it's like it's, it's like networking it every time it's networking without doing it face to face and people exactly that. if i get tagged in something there's a bit in, say it's a filmmaker or a photographer and they've got a brilliant picture of me doing my thing i love it and i instantly reshare it and i put it onto my stories and it, it just gets the whole ball rolling ball rolling between all the suppliers it, it, it's a great thing to do well i as a videographer sometimes i feel a bit because you know part of me wants to go oh i've here's like if i was working with you i've got these great clips of you today here like thought you'd like them but then yeah. I, I i hold back from that sometimes because i'm like i don't want to be like a pushy you know if it's like a venue oh here's a video i shot at your venue i don't want them to i don't know i feel weird doing it so that's yeah, but you could actually clip that into a little film put it post it yourself tag them as as like a collaborator so then they share it and you could do the same with me and i would so you're both getting yeah. the benefit from it then i think it's 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 remembering that actually suppliers like you really, really enjoy getting those messages. I've got this clip of you. Because yeah. I, I forget and I sometimes think, well, I won't send it him because I don't want him thinking that I'm trying to push my stuff on him and I'm being a bit of no. a no. No, don't worry. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the main thing though, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Instagram, your website, anything that is marketing yourself, it's just about being authentic. You know, you can see things on other people's pages that you think that's, I love the way that they do that, but it's about embracing that and bringing it back to yourself and thinking, how can I make that me though? Because I've had some difficulties, if I'm honest, obviously being, you know, one of the first content creators in the UK, I've definitely faced a few challenges with people that have come in nerves, had a look at what I'm doing and think, oh, okay. Well, I'll just replicate that then because that's working for her. But then it doesn't work for them because they're not me. Does that make sense? So it's about sort of looking at inspo and, and do look at inspo. I take inspo from people all the time, but it's about making it making it yours, isn't it? And being authentic and just remaining sort of true to yourself. Because I think, I think if, yeah, if you're not being yourself, it'll you can't keep it up. Shows. It you can't through. fake it in the wedding industry. It shows. Yeah. You can't fake no. it. There's no exactly. fake it till you make it. You've got to be totally present and enjoying what you're doing and just yeah. you and it, it and be like I say being authentic and it, it works last thing on the on the socials um is there any trends or things like specific types of reels that you can do like what's kind of popular mm. at the minute or is it does using the right sort of music is there any tips on how you can like make a reel go because I mean that's the golden question right like how do I make my my reel go viral <laughs> Absolutely. And I think if we all knew how to make every video go viral, we'd all, we'd all do it, wouldn't we? You know, it's, it's a lot harder than I think you've always got to remember that when you're posting a video, sort of put yourself in the perspective of the 
person watching it. If the first few seconds are not engaging, people are not going to continue watching it. The moment people don't continue watching it, TikTok, Instagram will just stop sharing it for you. So to keep that algorithm moving, you've got to keep people engaged the whole time, whether that's, you know, music, whether that's something that's trending. I mean, when the Barbie movie came out, I don't know if you guys saw, but I jumped on that. I really quick and, and I did um behind the scenes of a wedding content creator, Barbie edition. So I was pretending I was a Barbie all day at oh, this I saw wedding. That. Yeah. It was so good. And people loved it because it was trending, because it was something fun going on at the moment. So straight away they were like, I want to see her as a Barbie. Um so I think it's just about you know keeping your eye. I'd, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you don't want to be on TikTok and on Instagram every minute of every day. You know, we all we all like a break from our phone as well. Um, but it's just keeping an eye on, you know, what's kind of trending, having a look on Instagram, you know, what what music is trending. Is there something about that that's capturing people? Keeping your first few right. seconds as a bit of a hook. You know, what are you talking about? How is that going to grab people in? You know, if, if I'm at a wedding and I've seen something really cool, and I say, a cool thing I've seen at a wedding, really unique. Straight away, people can be like, I want to know what that is. And they're hooked. Yeah. If I just said, this is a really fun guest book idea. Like, you know, it's not, uh, you've got to really hook them in. So I think, yeah, it's about, it's about, you know, trying to make it interesting straight away. So yeah. first few seconds, grab them. Don't, don't explain it straight away. Just tease it and then grab them in. So I'm, I think I'm so. interested to know. For anybody watching, you know, how, how do you find what a latest trend is, say, for instance, on Instagram? Because if you can find something that's trending, like so that, that Barbie, you can then jump on it and do something, create yeah. content around that. Just, what, how do you... Watching where the attention is, aren't you? Because yeah, Is like, there any specific place you can go on Instagram and find the latest trends? I think a lot of the time it's kind of just on your on your For You page, because if that's what's... Music. If that's what's... Boom- in the algorithm yeah TikTok, tiktok and instagram are going to keep sharing it so you'll find like when i scroll my for you page the same song comes up three or four times and I, you start clicking then okay that's something on instagram you'll see like a little arrow going up on the song and that means that it's a trend in piece yeah of music so there's, there's a lot of things i mean I, I could sit here for hours and talk about you know all the things you should have in your video the way to find hashtags but we'd be here all day. So I think there's a, there's so many creators out there as well. You know, even if you just search on TikTok, tips for TikTok, you'll find these creators who who genuinely sit there every day and they give you these tips. So there's, there's pages that show you trending music. There's pages that show you, you know, ideas for videos and what's kind of trending and all of the um, cat cut templates and things. So I think search them as well, follow them, and then their videos start cropping up every now and again. And you can sort of dip into it that way i think so see the, what's working and the, get inspiration from it so the 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 for you page is obviously what the algorithm thinks that you're going to be watching so if you're watching it and it's working for you then it might be working for other people yeah definitely i mean god love him I, i'm a massive fan of an artist called fred again producer but that's oh, aren't we all <laughs> yeah the, the adore you song it's just every everyone's using it and i don't yeah, know if it's yeah. still working but it's like I've got to put that on my reel because everyone else is and it's that's what's getting I and mean, it's a great song but um I've just heard it so much now I don't know if it still works or not but is it because yeah it went for a while <laughs> to go that's the biggest trending song I'll just use that on every reel doesn't work mm-hmm. does it or, I mean does it yeah I was gonna ask yeah. the difference on what song you use um I had one song on one of my little videos that I did at Pepperton no at Meridale Manor I got loads of views on it and I'm, I think it's because of the song that I used. Mm-hmm. But is that is that right? Is it not? Is it as important as the clip, the music that goes with it? 
for me I follow a lot of these pages that sort of tell me almost what to do on TikTok and some will say the songs make a difference some will say they don't so I think it's a bit of trial and error sometimes like exactly I mean with with the Barbie movie for example straight away after all of those Billie Eilish songs they were trending like crazy I put one on the back of a a reel um a TikTok but the TikTok was also a really, really good TikTok. I don't know whether that got millions of views because of the song or if it got millions of views because of the content. So I think it's difficult to know sometimes. I think, you know, it's worth, it's worth giving it a go. It's worth jumping on them when they're there. And if it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I think a lot of the time it can be potluck, to be honest. Yeah. Well, there's the answer. Just keep keep doing it. Keep yeah, putting definitely. it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So on the wedding day... Um, mm-hmm. So no, I, I think you're both laughing. What's the, what's the question? No, it's going to ask now. <laughs> guessing you're there all day. And it just, for, as being a videographer personally, I, I've saw uh, throughout this year in a lot of videography groups, a lot of conversations <laughs> about content creators and yeah. people getting worried about it, feeling threatened, people sticking up for it. Like, you know, both, it was a big debate. It's been a big debate this year about- it's a bit of negativity. There has been negativity. There's a, There's been a lot of positivity. I've seen a lot of people sticking up for content creators and going, do you know what? It's great because we worked together. They, they right. made content for me. Like, I think, you know, f- for any other supplier that goes to a wedding and you're there, oh, mm-hmm. great. Could you, could you give me, a, in? you know, and like having spoken to you t- since now, um, obviously- I would imagine you'd be quite happy to talk to people about this stuff on on the break. Yeah. So why not utilize you when you're there? But there has been negativity. Um, mm-hmm. How do you? How, how have you navigated that? Have, you, into have, the world? have you had any of that? And how have you found it? Um, yes, I have. <laughs> um, I think I'll, I'll, I'll draw, I, I want to start with the fact that I've had so much positivity though. Like I have worked with some incredibly talented people this year and their inbox is always open. I've had videographers that have said, come along to weddings with me, like come and just, just come and shadow me for the day, like come and spend the day with me, I'd love to hear more, you know. I've had photographers that have just helped me, that have sat down with me and said, look, this part of it could be a problem and this is how I think you could battle, like how you could challenge that and make that better. So one thing that I have been super grateful for is the open and honest conversations that I've had with with suppliers who want to genuinely help you and I think that for me has been gold really because without those conversations I probably would have still been doing things the way I was at the beginning and I do think if I'm honest I think November December January and the start of the year there were times where I think I probably did cross a boundary but as a new person into the industry, unless people are going to help you with that and guide you and give you that advice, it's really hard to not do that again. So I think my service has massively changed from the start to where I am now, 70 odd weddings later, I do things very different to how I did before. A lot of those things are through being respectful of other suppliers, um, you know, not being not treading on toes because there are you know, there is there is moments in the wedding day where you could definitely tread on toes or start doing things the same way. So it's about sort of like taking a step back. So to answer your question, I've had some horrendous experiences, but in a way I'm glad they happened because it's taught me to sort of step back, look at what I'm doing and sort of navigate my way back through there. There is, I understand the apprehension and I think it's, it's completely fine to have to be apprehensive of it. If you've not worked with a content creator before, you know, I've worked in teams of six and I bet to some people that have never worked one before, that is like, oh my God, you know, that's a lot of people, that's very scary. 
but I think there's certain things, you know, like from a content creator perspective that you can do as well to kind of bridge that gap. I've done Instagram lives with photographers who um, have had, you know, um, how do I put this? Some controversial opinions. I've, I've said, let's do an Instagram live. Let's have a chat together. Let's talk about it from both angles. And by the end of that, that photographer said, I would love to work with you. And I think it's about bridging that gap. It's about creating awareness, educating, um, giving it a go as well. And, and people being a little bit open-minded, but I think as well, like I always reach out beforehand to my photographer and videographer and just say, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing on the day. This is how I work, but I am here to work with you and your shots are priority. And for me, I believe in my heart that there is a natural hierarchy. I am never going to get in the way of the first kiss shot. You know, that is your golden shot. Of course it is. So for me, those shots have to become priority. But there are photographers and videographers out there who have completely excluded me from things. And mm. I'm not going to lie, I've, I've sat in my car and cried a good few times this year. So I'm getting tougher skin now, but... I've had some horrendous experiences. Yeah. <laughs> keeping going because there are some knobs in it. Let's be honest. Uh, mm. it a bit <laughs> I've witnessed it over the years, becoming in being an entertainer, kind of taking over and doing my thing. If you've got a photographer, a videographer who's, who's got quite a bold personality and trying to run the show, and it's always oh, this other guy coming in running his show. You know, so I, I've I've experienced that and good good for you to keep going it, it can be quite egotistical with with us and i've experienced it i've you know I, when i started and i was a bit more timid and i had photographers that were like i, I don't want you getting in my way so like similar kind of conversations you you can't do this it's my time and you know and it is it's upsetting but it well like it's good that you've taken it on board and gone how can i make yeah raise awareness how can i educate and, yeah yeah um you know i'm yeah and you're reaching out to people. But I, I don't think it's all on you. Like, at the end of the day, you've been hired by the couple. You've got every right to be there as much as the as us and the photographers. And yeah. Um, so mm. it's not just on you to say, oh, No, it's not. It's around not. You and this is how I work, and I want us to, like, yeah. that they need to take take a step back and There's, go, actually. Well, yeah, exactly. And I've kind of come up with the term that together. I use when I, yeah, when I speak to them and reach out to them, I kind of use the term of media team because we're all there to capture memories for the couple. At the end of the day, they are who comes first. Not the photographer, not the videographer, it's the couple who comes first. And what they want, they get. And the way that I see it is I have genuinely had photographers that have sent me home. I've been sent home from a wedding before because they have kicked off that much about it. They won't let me in. Like it's, and they're starting to leave. And of course, you're going to sit with your photographer, aren't you? So, like you said, it can't be on everybody, but there has to be some sort of, you know, understanding that we are all there for the couple. We are all there to be a team. And they've gone, kind of got to put that to the side as well. Because you know what? A lot of the time, I have people that start off a little bit cold. They're a bit apprehensive. They don't really like the idea of it. They don't really get social media. And by the end of it, they're like, oh, God, that weren't as bad as I thought. What's it going to be? And it's that, like, it's being open-minded. But, but why, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't get the the negative, like, why not go into it open-minded, like you say? But but, no, it, yeah. but it does happen, and you do get egos, yeah. and, um, yeah. You just have to get over it and just crack on, don't We're going to get in the way. Go in, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, it, I mean, it's hard, you know, when I, when I go to a wedding on my own, obviously I come from a background of working and teaching 
networking where you know everyone's a team and we all I see the same people every day and we're all friends and I'll go to a wedding actually sometimes I don't know anybody there other than the couple so I love to go to weddings and you know have a natter and get on with everyone and like you know have a bit of banter in the day it's, who doesn't want to go to work and enjoy it so it's it's difficult for me when people are you know a little bit colder towards me but I, I would say on a positive note I do think it's getting less I think people are starting to have come across a content creator or a friend has come across a content creator and they're starting to say you know what it's not as bad as you think and I think at first I guess people thought you know we're just there to get in the way we're selfish we just want to get our phones and that is not the case at all you know if a photographer or videographer goes in my videos great you know they're part of the day that's the behind the scenes you know mine doesn't mine don't have to look perfect so i'm never going to be in front of you guys that's never going to happen you know so i think it's just it takes some adjusting but i think i think we're getting there i think it's such a positive thing though for those other suppliers the photographer for instance as well if you're behind the scenes on the bridal prep and the video and the photographer getting their professional shots and you've got them in your scene and you tag them in on, their, on you know on your instagram and your TikTok or whatever it's only yeah. beneficial for them they should, should look at the positive this side. is how I'd, i've not worked with one yet but this is how i'd like to think of it is and I'm, I'm guessing you'd be happy to be like yeah i'll get a couple bits for you behind the scenes sure i'll send anything i get i'll send over yeah, i always work with one i didn't get i didn't get anything <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was funny because they were actually working with proper slr cameras which was oh. which was a bit bizarre because they had a professional film team, which is friends of mine. There was husband and wife team. They are two shooters for the photography, and then there was a content uh, creation company, and it was two people, and they both had SLR cameras on tripods, and it, and it was a little bit too much because you can imagine like seventeen tripods all knocking into each other. Um, yeah, and and well, I think I didn't get anything from them, and they were much. quite timid. They were quite quiet and. I don't know, they weren't engaging personalities. So, you know, mm. they didn't really speak to me much on the day at all. But I imagine doing a wedding with you, totally different. You'd be buzzing, you'd be enjoying the day. You'd be up dancing with all the guests. There's no doubt about it. Uh, oh, you give me a tequila rose on there. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say it's too much to have six. Like I, I would agree. That that would be my worst nightmare. I wouldn't want six people filming me all day at my wedding. Depends on the couple. But it? but if that's what the couple have booked and that's what yeah. they're yeah. expecting and are happy with then that's that's up to them and it's yeah, who, I agree. no 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 it's this is my shot you can't like we're all there to serve the couple aren't we so they weren't happy the couple though after yeah. i'm not definitely going to say which wedding it was there was something afterwards but I'm, I'm, I'll, yeah, I'll, but, I'll tell you later well, um <laughs> but yeah i think you and just your enthusiasm and your personality uh would just shine it and it fits so well into a wedding and do you know what if if you're there doing your thing and the couple are on board and they're and they're vibing off of you and it's bringing them out, you know, like for that 10, 15 minutes when we do the couple portraits and we take them off for a little walk or whatever, um, anything that brings that couple out and makes them laugh and makes them feel more comfortable is only going to help yeah. us get better shots from yeah. them. Exactly. So yeah. Personality like you there, I, I already know that you'd be you know you'd be bub bubbly chatting away and and the couple then and i know it from when me and the photographer are having a laugh the couple will feed off of that and then they enjoy yes. it and relax a bit and it just helps so i think do, do, so, it's, yeah. do, do, do you encourage that relationship with your couples so that at least when you turn yeah. up day that you and your couple really are getting on and really feel like you know each other and it helps yeah it helps the whole experience Absolutely. I think a lot of content creators kind of use the term of hype girl. It's not something that I've personally said, 
but that's exactly what we all do you know i feel like we are there as like an additional best friend you know there's so many so many couples where they've said yeah you like mine and bridesmaids because we are there to sort of just have a great day with you you know if if i'm having a great day with you i'm also capturing amazing content i think there's a little bit of under misunderstanding i guess with like the time hype girl you know we're not standing behind you on your beautiful couple's portraits going whoa and getting our you know cheerleading outfits out that's not what, what, what that energy? means what energy? I what yeah, my footwork, my footwork, there you go, that's a trendy one, go and do that. <laughs> um, I think it's just about enjoying the day. I mean, I always sort of like follow my couples on Instagram prior, engage with their stories, get excited for them, you know, send them little messages to say, oh, like 16 days to go, and we have conversations. I think I become just a friend on the day, for sure. Like my reviews, it always comes back, you know, she's a friend, you know, she's just made us laugh all day. And I think we can get inspiration from each other as well. There's so many photographers previously or videographers that have said, that looks brilliant, what you're doing, can I do that? And I'm like, yeah, like get in there and do that. Yeah. So although I'm taking so much inspo from you guys all the time, like it does work both ways as well, you know, and it's I think so like true. you said, engaging with the couple as well i mean obviously when they're on their couple portraits and they're having a lovely moment kissing i'm i'm quiet you know i'm not saying anything at those points picky moments of course but it's just nice to have that relationship with them i think the more that you do i mean this is personal to photo and video stuff but um the more you do the more ideas you're getting the more kind of creative you're getting as because i think the misconception is that you're just going to be over the photographer's shoulder stealing all their shots yes and, and don't get me wrong and i'll be totally honest about this right at the beginning i think i was doing that a little bit to an extent because i thought well wherever they are must be the place that i need to be you know so and i remember um, a photographer sort of saying to me actually what you're doing here though could be quite upsetting for a photographer and i thought oh my god yeah so i think if if a content creator is doing something at a wedding that you think mm, it's towing the line a little bit Honestly, I can't imagine any of them would be offended if you told them because without all that amazing advice, I wouldn't be as confident in the position I'm in now. Like, I'm not over a shoulder. I'm not getting the same angles. Because for me, if you've set a couple up in a, in a certain pose, not like a kiss or a walk, but if you've done something quite unique with them, I'm not going to come along and snap that because for me, that's that's your work. That's what you've, you've put there. So yes, I can get a bit of behind the scenes and I might get you in it this time or you know something like that but I think it's about it's about knowing your place and also being respectful of what everybody else is doing and understanding I think as you go on you'll learn that lingo as well about you know like lenses and like where you are and how wide you are and then you just learn very quickly I think what, what you are 55 where, where are you? <laughs> yeah. I'll go wide I'll go wide yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly that <laughs> sorry Howard geek yeah. talk just yeah 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 it's great <laughs> good and it's great that you you know that you're res you're respecting that and um like i say i don't think it's all your responsibility it should be a joint mm -hmm. thing. but i get what you're saying is it's a collaboration we should all work together and and i like you know that i did if 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 i've come up with a really clever way to to, to get a shot with the couple and pose them in something unique you know mm -hmm. That would, for me, if you were there, it would be great that you're filming that because then I can use that as a reel and like, look at this. Exactly. Like, look at this unique way that I pose this couple, bosh, reel. So, yes. so like, why not utilize a content creator rather than just going in with the hump and being like, oh, what are you doing here? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, everyone can utilize them as well. You know, I take how many photos and videos of decor and, you know, 
and the cake these people could be using this i always say to my couples you know reach out to those suppliers if they want any content they are more than welcome to use it you know just just credit me and you can use it you know however you like and i think i've done like collaborations with like moment versus the photo where you know they're they're chucking the green up in the air and you know things like that just you you can definitely utilize everything that's going on on that wedding day as long as you're nice Cool. Do, you, do, you, do you see it growing and growing and growing over the next few years? Do you think it's here to stay? I, I, gen, I genuinely do. I think it will adapt because I think as time goes on, social media goes on, everything changes. So I think I think it will adapt. But I, I just see, I just think it's a gap. I mean, I haven't personally opened my 2025 diary yet because I just wanted to see how this year went. Um, but I'm already kind of in the process of doing a few new bits. Um I'm not gonna, I can't, I can't say any more on that at the moment, but some exciting ways, I guess, of, of capturing content. So I think things will just adapt with this. I can't see it going anywhere, but you know, I, I've actually, I actually know videographers and photographers that are now doing content creation on the side as well. So I think it yeah, goes to show that yeah. they're seeing it, they're clocking on. <laughs> this is what will happen with anything, any new concept, someone else will, will, pick it up and go, well, I'm just going to bring that in house rather than letting someone else take those ideas. I'm going to do it. And I've seen videographers that are offering it now. And well, what about where the podcast this week with, um, with Ollie and Susie, because there was a point in their, in their career where the venues were starting to get the love letters themselves and put it as part of their package, but they, yeah. they are still at the forefront and the experts within that field. So people will come along and do it, but just keep going and have that, sort of acumen to you know to always be striving and always kind of be the best and always being creative and they've yeah. lasted the course and they are smashing it and um Keep innovating i guess isn't it? yeah you, yeah you stand out for that one particular service are you busy next year 24 yeah i don't i don't have much availability <laughs> availability if i'm honest i have some probably winter um and maybe the odd weekday in summer. And that is literally, I think I've, I've almost, I'm almost fully booked. So I have constant inquiries for 2025. So if you are a 2025 couple, it is opening very, very soon. Um, I have like a mega waiting list for that at the moment. So super excited. I mean, I just don't know where it's going to go at the moment. I think if I brave leaving a career, I'm going to brave ride in this sort of wave, really. So I'm just going to see how it goes. I don't know. Will I transition into photography? Will I transition into video? I don't know at the moment. I just know that I love capturing stories. So however that's going to be, I'm not sure yet. Interesting. Cool. Don't go back to teaching. I trained as a teacher. Don't, it's, this is much better. No. Yes, I, I won't. I won't be going back to teaching. I mean, it's taught me a lot. And um. Yeah, I'm great with kids at weddings. Do you know, people always say, how have you got that kid? How have you got that child in that photo? I have asked them and asked them and asked them and they wouldn't do it. I said, 10 years of teaching. <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay. So yeah, I'm great with kids at weddings. <laughs> well, great. I mean, we. I think that's good. Yeah, we're so good. We've, um, we always ask a couple of questions at the end. Um, what, what else would you do if you weren't in your role in the wedding world? Um, if you have... If you were to do anything else in the wedding industry yeah yeah i mean i probably would say like photo or video just because i really i really enjoy capturing and making a story i just love delivering that kind of like story at the end of it so probably that do you think look well you've touched on that like so you started there's videographers photographers that are now kind of dipping into content creation themselves 
Do you think mm. that you and yourself and some of the others might go the other way and start adding on photography as well as? Possibly. <laughs> Very possibly. Oh. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, well, makes sense. Um, and then, oh, uh, do you have uh, an hel- outrageous, hilarious story from a wedding that you've seen? Or a nightmare story. Oh, yeah, just something. A, just a story at a wedding that's oh. happened to you. Do you know, I was thinking about this and I thought, do you know what? I don't really have an embarrassing story. I thought, that's pretty lucky to have gone 74 weddings. So you know the next one is going to fall down the stairs <laughs> or something, aren't I? It's going to be tragic. Um, I had this, I, I thought of this one moment that was quite funny, actually. I, I, my husband doesn't come to many weddings with me, but he comes to the odd one. Um, and he just sort of helps me out. You know, he won't come in the ceremony or anything like that. He just kind of does all the outside of the venue for me. He's pretty good as well. Um But I remember this one time that I was in um, the bridal prep room and the the bride was getting her makeup done. The bridesmaids were pretty much ready to get dressed and things like that. And we were were just all kind of, you know, chilling, having a bit of a chat. (laughs) And this one one bridesmaid, I remember her being at the window and like they all sort of gathered at the window and they they were whispering and they were chatting. I thought, what's going on over here? So I kind of moved over a little bit thought something's going on I probably need to capture it and they were they're having a right giggle and saying oh who's that like I'm gonna have to see if I can get that number later look how hot he is but I thought oh who is this little bit of eye candy on the morning I looked out it was my husband so um don't tell him that his head will never get out of the door no but it was just funny that I sort of say to the girls like um actually that's excuse um, me that's Mr. Bun, yeah. So back off. <laughs> that was quite funny, but it uh, happens, he's, happens to the best of us. Doesn't no, it? it happens. It happens. No, what could you yeah. say? But I can sympathise yeah. with Mr. Bun there. <laughs> I know. I know that feeling. Yeah, I get it all the time. Uh, that one rather than a horrific story. So my horrific stories are pretty bad. So we'll we'll end it on a funny note. We'll end it on that one, Mr. Bun. <laughs> yeah. That's the news. Uh, <laughs> what's the last? Oh, just if you could just leave us a question for, for the next guest. Yeah, because our last guest, their question was about TikTok, wasn't it? How you've do we answered, do TikTok? You've answered oh. it. So it's just hilarious because we were just, they were like, oh, who's your next guest? And we, we, we you know, we don't tell them. And they were like, well, oh. to ask anything, like personally, we just want to know how to do TikTok. And I was like, say no more. <laughs> Perfect timing. Done. Perfect. Um, wow. In, in, our, I think as we're talking of think wedding new business today, I think it would be quite good for me to maybe get a little bit of advice. Um, I know I I sort of said earlier about this year taking on a lot and I haven't quite managed to sort of get a a work-life balance. I get this guest this year. I really figured it out when I was teaching. It took me a long time, but I kind of started to get there. But I think for me is how do you sort of navigate, you know, still having a, a social life? You know, how do you navigate family and things like that when obviously weddings are predominantly on weekends? So any tips or ideas or I how they that. sort of manage that? I can ask that you now. Don't. You don't have a social you life. <laughs> <laughs> your social life is your weddings. It's bizarre. I was talking to somebody last night about it and a friend of mine who runs a restaurant and he said he doesn't, he doesn't like socialising. And, I'm, and I said, well, I'm a little bit like that now. I've sort of gone that way. It's because you're out with people when you're working and that kind of ticks your social box, I think. Um, yes. But no, we'll, we'll ask that to the next one. I mean, there, yeah. There are I, different answers to I, that. I, I could do with learning that one. I've not got it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it takes over your life, doesn't it? And you've got to make your peace with it a little bit. But if I mean, yeah, that's a good question because if there is any way to make it, 
yeah. a bit more of a balance than I'll there's, take. There's not much you can do. If your normal friends who have the normal jobs going out on the Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday night, you're coming along while well, I'm working. There's I think the- it's just like, it's understanding whether do you take, do you like book time off? Do you say, you know what, this Saturday in this month, I'm having it off. Um, and and kind of being strict with that, I guess. I'm just kind of yeah. wondering if that's yeah. what people do. I think it's important with your partner. I mean, me and Sam always try and have a date day at least once a week. And if not, every two weeks without a doubt. Um, so we kind of always book a bit of time together. Um, so I think that's really important with your partner, but like your friends and social life, I don't know because I don't have any friends anymore. Adam's my only mate, really. <laughs> oh, Sad, but it's true. We've, we've got it. That's it. Miss, it's for online on Instagram, and where can people find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, mbweddings underscore events, and you can find me on TikTok, not with the same name. Um, I don't know why I did that, but I am. Mrs. Bun on there. So yeah, if you want a bit of wedding info, some tips, you fancy coming on and having a bit of a chat, hit me up on TikTok if yeah, you're interested in a wedding, wedding content creator. Wants, um, some some help with reels or someone to to give them to, 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 to I guess you could work with them as well. Um they could reach yeah, out to yeah. yeah, for sure. Suppliers, venues, anybody, and any couples listening, if you want a content creator. I know, I'd be like, oh Howard, will you leave it out? <laughs> Honestly, I was, I was just chatting with my business partner this week and we're like, we need to start sorting the TikTok yeah, stuff out. It's but, important for sure. Yeah. But yeah, Melissa, thank you so much. It was great. Cheers. Loved it. So thanks so much for listening. We really hope that you found this episode insightful, inspirational. And if you did enjoy that, then please consider subscribing to us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, we're Think Wedding Business. We're also on YouTube and Instagram. So if you want to watch us, you can go over to YouTube and find us at Think Wedding Business. And the same over on Instagram to keep up with all of our future episodes. We'd really love you to subscribe and join us on this journey. And if you do like this content, please consider giving us a five-star review. It just helps us get seen and helps spread the word. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.